yesterday, the weather forecast told me with 100% confidence that today was going to rain. Because of that, my SO and I bought an umbrella. However, as I'm staring into the horizon, there is not a single droplet of rain. So tell me why we spend, what is it, $11 buying a freaking umbrella when the weather forecast said it would rain, but there is no rain in sight. What is this? Is the earth trying to catfish us now? I've been pretty busy. I've tried to keep myself occupied when I am not working. So my full-time job is a teacher, right? And my part-time job slash side hustle slash, does it count as aspiration? But I wanted to become a content creator. Now, this isn't really a product of my... Oh, millennial generation, I don't know how to explain this, but I've always liked to create things and I realize with the lifestyle that I want to have, the best way for me to stay employed is to be self-employed. But what are some viable options that I can be self-employed? Well, unless if, if I become like a digital nomad, if I can somehow make money on the web with no constraints. So that's when the image of YouTube came, in, came into mind. Initially, I didn't really like the idea of being a YouTuber because I feel like there's a lot of negative connotations and empty promises connected with just associated with the saying that, oh yes, I'm trying to be a YouTuber. I make videos for a living. It sounds very scary. But at the same time, I am also a person who likes to see progress. And YouTube is a thing that is very hard to gauge your progress. You may be making videos for years and not, how should I say, get those explosive fame that we see on social media like yes i'm in a youtube video and like two of my videos hit like two millions and suddenly i'm a millionaire and i'm here at freaking what is it called what what is it called it's been such a long while but you know the people who buy houses together buy a house together and have multiple YouTubers living in the same household creating content. I don't remember what it was called. Team 10? Team 10. There we go. Team 10 and like freaking, what is it? Phase gang? I don't, I'm very out of the loop with the younger crowds as you can see. I'm like watching cooking videos, true crime, like Stephanie Sue. That's the content that I'm subscribed to. I'm very disconnected from like the mainstream world. And I've had a YouTube channel for a long time now. I'm not very active on it at all. <laughs> the whole purpose of that channel was whenever I was stressed about pre-med, I would go on my channel and sing. I like to make original English lyrics for Korean songs that I like. So 
that's what I did whenever my favorite band, <laughs> Mamamoo, creates a new single that I'm very connected to. I'm like, oh, I love this. I love this tempo. I'm going to try to write lyrics from my own experience and then layer on top of that and then let's make a cover. And that's what I did. And <laughs> I've only occasionally not really consecutively made appearances on my own channel. So whenever it's comeback season, you know I'll be back. But whenever it's not comeback season, I'm just like in my slumber studying for pre-med, which eventually I'm not even going to be a part of. Now, I'm slightly more active on that channel because I had more free time after I quit pre-med and I started singing a little bit more. But that was like a source of stress relief. I'm not really putting, I don't want to say I'm not putting effort into it because obviously I come up with my own lyrics and it takes brain juice because I'm not just going to like, you know what, let's just Google translate this and uh, call it an English version. No, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to make sure I'm writing what I want to tell my audience. I'm writing my feelings out, you know. I am actually trying when I write my lyrics and then I make the cover and I shoot it and I just edit it, put some subtitles on and I'm done. It doesn't require too much work. However, if I actually plan on becoming like a full-fledged YouTuber, in the beginning I was thinking, well, what kind of content am I going to make? There's already millions of contents out there. Which area do you want to focus on? Singing? Not really. That was your hobby. I didn't want it to take it away from the hobbies category because if I did that religiously, then it will become a source of stress. Plus, I don't think I'm that good at singing. It was just something for me and not really for the greater audience, I guess. There's a lot better YouTube singers out there so I didn't want to venture in that field then once again I'm back at the same question what am I gonna make are you gonna make a true crime podcast like the way I like to watch other people's YouTube video it takes too much time researching and that's the time I don't have and one day it came to us that hey you know what I'm kind of fan of Korean cuisine and since I am in Korea and there's this whole Korean craze going on because of the k-pop scene it brought more attention to Korea and now I'm in this very location perhaps I should do something about it I should utilize my <laughs> time and place and create some content so I thought you know let's make a food channel kind of like a food ranger where I explore different Korean food in the area. And how about let's make a series of that. So what I am currently doing is that every month I will start a new series. And every month I'll create, in the beginning I created four videos, but now I'm creating three videos per month and taking one week off as a break because this is what my schedule looked like. Usually on the weekends, we will go to visit those restaurants that we've targeted. And then throughout the rest of the week, from Monday to Friday, I'll be editing 
and posting it on the channel on Sunday again when I go out to visit another restaurant. That way, I am constantly editing and filming and posting. So it takes a lot of time from my own schedule. And sometimes, not gonna lie, from my full-time job, I have some stress too, and I am tired. I want to rest. Oh my gosh, I can feel a sneeze coming. Wait a sec. Wait a second, wait a second. So on the week that I am off, quote unquote, I brainstorm what I'm going to do for the next series. And at the same time, I just fully let myself relax, read some books, do some journaling, play some games. So I don't feel like I'm dead inside. So I feel like I still have some sort of time to do something I actually want to do to relax and reset my mind and not feel like I am a constantly running train. To be honest, in the beginning, it felt it was so overdue and I was overjoyed when I was just playing games for hours. And when I got tired of games, I hop on social media. And when I get tired of social media, I start window shopping. And when I get tired of window shopping, I go back to playing games. So this cycle continued maybe for like a day or so. And very quickly, I got tired of resting. It felt very unproductive for me. And uh, I did skincare routine, I put on face mask, I did the exfoliate, and I remember yesterday, yesterday we were getting ready to go to our first location for the third series, I was just sitting in my chair, looking at the window soullessly, because I've ran out of things to do, I'm just like sitting there questioning my existence, I'm like, why am I not doing anything, and then uh, Taro told me, you know, when you're busy editing, you want a break. When you are on a break, you don't know what to do and you kind of want to be editing. <laughs> Humans are conflicting creatures. And I agree. And today I have footage to edit, but now I'm like, ah, kind of missed that break though. <laughs> Wish I could play Animal Crossing, but I can't be behind on schedule or else editing would be difficult. I can do it. Diamonds are made under pressure, but I would prefer to have less pressure in my life because there's already pressure from work. So I need to condense my will and drive and push myself to start editing today. Because if I start editing today, tomorrow I can just start sequencing and so on and so forth. So I can finish the video by the end of the week before we head out to our second location. Now, I sound like I have this great diabolical plan. Wait, it's not diabolical, it's not evil. I sound like I have this great productive plan. The reality is I've only started making YouTube, let's see. Let me check. I want to say in February. It's not a long time ago. I started two series. I've started and completed two series so far. I believe that's a total of seven episodes. Seven episodes. And seven weeks. Yeah, seven weeks since I began. Let's see. My first video was made on... Can I check? How do I check this? Oh no, I should know. I should know. Come on, dude. Nope, I've only seen my tags. License. Also, it's very difficult 
to categorize a video. Most mostly because mine isn't really a cooking video, so I don't know if I can categorize that under food. So now, currently, I've had it categorized in entertainment. Um, I'm not sure if that's doing any negative damages to my videos, but so far, I think they've been doing okay. I started my first series with gupa, which is like soup. If you translate it, it's like soup. Rice, but uh, in Korea they make soup in these.、Oh, what are what is the material? Is it clay pots? But they have soups in those pots that are boiling hot, and then you can add rice in it, and you eat it together. That's why it's called soup rice. When I was in China, when I was young, I love adding rice into my soup, but. The adults would nag me because they say that's not good for your stomach. Don't do that. But I liked eating it that way. And when I discovered Korean cuisine and I saw that, I'm like, you know, that's my dish. That's my dish. So I started that as my very first series, and I visited four different locations with four different styles or flavors combinations of that soup, rice, the gupap. So. That was very enjoyable on my behalf as well. See, I wanted to pick something that was what I was interested in, and also what I think has a, a value to American audience. First of all, the whole reason why I'm doing Korean food is that it's for the people who are in the states and can't have access to these foods. So I introduce these to them. Maybe one day when they actually visit Korea. They can be like, oh yeah, I remember I've seen this food before. It looked kind of good, and she has、uh, a video about, you know, where where is it? How does it taste? What do you see? Like, what do you get on the table? So that was my <laughs> thought process when I created this channel. Literally, this is what I wrote for my channels about. Says looking to find all the great tastes in South Korea. I am on a journey to explore my favorite flavors while I begin a new chapter of my life in this country. Come join us as we comb through the streets of South Korea to bring you on a visual experience you can't find in the States. New videos every week, new food every month, new location every time, and that was my motto. That was my motto. I'm still working to fulfill that, but. That's what I have been following. That was my agenda. So for my first series, I made it based on my favorite type of Korean food. My second series were tailored with my favorite K-pop group in mind. I don't even want to call them K-pop because they're not really K-pop anymore. But this sounds like me trying to justify them as a fan girl. But I'm really not doing that. If you ever have the time, and if you're ever curious, check out Mamamoo. Their genre that they, they are a genre. It's like. Music for women、It、makes me feel confident. It makes me feel sentimental. It makes me feel a lot of feelings. But they are great performer, great vocalist, great rappers in terms of what is it? Girl groups in the K-pop field. But I, <laughs> they own my heart. They own my wallets. They own my savings. That's all I have to say. So I thought, you know what? You're in Korea. 
they have some food endorsements. Why don't I venture out and taste all? Well, not all because I had constraints. Taste all the food endorsements that they've had over the years. So I've tried、uh, intestines place that was really really popular since、uh, from a reality show. It became even more. What is it? Sought after. It became like a craze, a gopchang craze. And gopchang is pork intestines, pork intestines or beef intestine. I believe the one I had was beef, but there are also pork intestines out there. I believe. Please do not quote me on that. I have not done enough research. And another one I did was called takgalbi. It's like a chicken. Ah, it reminds me the cut. Reminds me of teriyaki chicken, but is cooked in their own style, of course. And then the last one is actually the very first food endorsement they did、uh, from a pizza pizza joint. That one was okay, to be honest. That one was okay since I came from the states, have many pizzas before, so that one didn't really phase me. However, they did have something that was pretty. Interesting that I've never tasted it before. That pizza had green tea dough. Flavor-wise, it tasted like a really super healthy pizza. So the flavors were a little toned down, but the dough makes it less heavy. You know that feeling whenever you eat pizza, and after several slices, you're like, "Ooh, kind of full." Not from the dough, but from the grease. This one. Wasn't really a problem. You can continue eating like a couple more slice slices because it eliminates the the greasy aspect of eating pizza. But it was a great experience going around town trying to locate、uh, these restaurants and for the current endorsements to see the posters inside the restaurant. I'm like eating food, which is my favorite thing to do, right next to my favorite. Idols? Can I call them idols to people who don't understand what the concept of idols are? And it's it was just a surreal experience. I really, really thoroughly enjoy the time I had when I was in a Gopchang restaurant called Taeyang Gopchang. I we got a seat that was right next to the wall, and on the wall there were these giant life-size posters of. Their faces, and it seems like the members, the group members, were just sitting next to me as I'm eating. So I'm basically eating with them. So basically, I've met and had dinner with Mama Moo. Fight me. Sadly, that series has already ended, and I'm already filming for my next series. A little bit of spoiler is also about or based on the artists that I like. However, we're venturing out of the K-pop field. We are actually taking a sneak peek at Korean hip hop scenes. To be honest, my <laughs> my library consists eighty、eh, percent, no no no, seventy percent of K hip hop, twenty percent of what is it? Twenty percent of K indie, and then five percent of English songs and five percent of K pop. Maybe like one percent of Mandarin. As well, so I'm a pretty big K hip hop fan. So I'm very excited to see how this series turns out because I am still relatively new. So 
I have to consider, I have to consider, well, is the content that I want to make will attract other people's attention. And I think it's kind of a good timing because currently High School Rapper, which is a uh, TV program that they have, I want to say almost annually here in South Korea, is currently airing. So by the time I push out these videos, they would be competing in semifinals and final stages. So it would attract attention. This is my brain trying to make it make sense. So we will see. I hope for the best of these videos because sad to say, I was thinking about this a lot these days. Even though I try so hard on these videos now, they're not being noticed because obviously the algorithm works based on your video's relevance. If you're a smaller channel, you kind of have to garner a little bit of attention on your on your own and then you'll be picked up by the system, right? So I'm trying to get more views. I never thought I would say that. I'm trying to get my videos recommended to other people so that it has a chance of showcasing itself, what it's capable of doing. It's like, you know, if you click into my video and then you take a look and then you decide, mm, it's not the content for me, it feels better than someone just not clicking in at all. It felt like I didn't have a chance to show you what I've got to show you the amount of effort that I put into this video to show you what kind of story I wanted to tell you. And I was just not heard. And that was something that made me feel kind of sad. And it made me feel like, you know, why are you putting this much effort into videos that no one sees anyways? Well, not no one sees because I have some people that watch my videos, but you know, it feels like, am I, <laughs> it feels a little bit discouraging. However, I think that even though maybe not a lot of people see this, but as long as I am here, I'm the quality control, right? And if this video is not to par, it's not to my standard, then I'm not going to be happy with it. So I will please myself first and then please others. I will make sure that my videos, even though I spend a little bit more time, I'll make sure that they look like the way that I want them to look like. So that maybe years down the road, when they do get discovered, when people do see it, they think, oh, this video was created with some thoughts. We, we can tell. Instead of, wow, this video looks like she just didn't even care. She's just trying to keep up with her quota to pump out one video every week. And during my one week off, I've also thought about, you know, I've always liked to draw, like doodle, not draw, not that artistic, in my free time. And uh, when I was in high school, I used to have this hobby of buying one of those sketchbook and I will use ruler to divide them into kind of like a comic strip and I make my own stories with my favorite characters from different animes 
together in my little sketchbook. So it was like a mashup comedy story that I would just imagine in my head. And one day Taro suggested, you know what, why don't you uh, to give your podcast more exposure and also try to generate another form of revenue, why don't you doodle like a comic strip and uh, at the same time in the background play your podcast? Because there's some, there are a lot of videos where people are doing one thing, but at the same time is telling you a story. It's like a it's like those story time videos. And personally, I watch a lot of those as well, especially with Stephanie Sue. She is a food YouTuber. She has mukbangs. But while she is eating, she's telling you this very intriguing true crime story. So Taro thought that, well, we can do a variation of that. You can do your podcast and at the same time doodle. And I thought, wait... I have one brain cells. I cannot focus on two things at the same time. If I doodle and I do podcasts, there would just be long pauses of absolute nothing. So how about this? I record my podcast and I overlay that podcast while I am trying to doodle. So I listen to myself when I am drawing a comic strip that's related to that podcast. So that was my thought process. And now I'm like, wait, I have no time to do this because for three weeks out of four weeks in a month, I'm editing videos. Uh, So it seems like (laughs) that I will be using my quote unquote off week to do this. So there are, what, five days in my off week? Maybe, maybe I will pump out like two videos. So two podcasts videos and then post those comic strips, quote unquote, on Instagram. I've already made an account. It's called lactoseintolerant.png. <laughs> Let's see how long that channel stays empty. So I'm just trying to be as productive as I can without wasting too much time because I think I have this sense of being afraid to be stationary. And in a stage of my life, I thought my spirit animal was a shark. Not because I'm aggressive, I'm very passive. Uh, It was because sharks, if they don't swim, they would die. They need to actively swim so that they can filter. I forgot what it is. They need to filter something through through their gills, I think. I thought that I resembled a shark. I was so afraid of being stationary. I was afraid of being left behind amongst my peers. So I thought I always had to be moving. I always had to be doing something. So far, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. I'm pumping out different kinds of content every week. I have videos posted uh, usually once in a month. I have my covers on my cover channel and I have podcasts every week. And soon after, I will be making... (laughs) illustration videos while I do my podcast. So I'm busy. I'm a busy bee. I taught this word to my students a few weeks ago. Every time I see them, I'm like, are you guys busy bee today? And the reason why I call them busy bee is because in South Korea, education is intense. After class, students have to go to various academy until very, very late at night. And They usually go to like piano, taekwondo, English academy, math academy, like other music academy or Korean academy 
it's intense. So they're always busy. And one day we were learning about schedules. So I taught them the word busy bee. And from that point on, I've started to refer to that one specific class as the busy bees. Like, are you guys busy bees today? Are you guys busy busy? And they were like, teacher, why do you call busy bee? I'm like, well, you know, because bees, when they're working, the wing sounds like bzz, bzz, and it rhymes with the word busy. So you guys are a bunch of busy bees, and I am queen bee. <laughs> no, I was not queen bee. They're not working for me. But it was kind of cute when I taught them that phrase. They're like, oh, that's why everything makes sense now. Though I'm not as busy as my students, I am just trying to stay busy on my feet as well. I'm trying to build my own nest, trying to get my own honey, you know. And thank you for still being here. I'm very, very surprised, to be honest. I didn't think that I would still be making podcasts by now, but <laughs> I thought I would give up halfway, but here I am. Here I am. What is this the... 31st? 31st episode of Lactose Intolerant. I think Milk Tea will be proud. He should be proud of me because my comic strips are going to be about him. He's going to be the main protagonist. So Milk Tea, please look out for your Instagram page and uh, I will try to pump out that content as well when I approach my next rest week. Thank you all again for tuning in this week to our lat. Toast Intolerant Podcast. I almost forgot my name for a second. Oh my god. I hope everyone is having a beautiful week. Spring is slowly approaching. I know, I know. Allergies are coming. I have allergies too. But try to enjoy the weather outside. Hopefully yours is not rainy like mine, even though mine is not raining still, even though the weather told me that it would today and we bought an umbrella. But that's for another day, for another rant. I hope you all stay safe and have a wonderful, wonderful day. See you next week. <laughs>